Welcome aboard, Captain. To the Wrath of Khan Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we analyze and discuss Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan, one minute at a time. I'm Chris LaSalle, and I'm David Stoker. Hey, Dave. Welcome back, Chris. And to you, sir, déjà vu. Yes. Mm. So go figure. Go figure. We're talking about minute thirty-five for the first time again. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> minute thirty-five starts with uh, Chekhov saying. Uh, and confirm the order um, and ends a minute later with Kirk saying you may ask you may ask humor it's a difficult concept mm. that's not this minute that's next minute oh fail I feel like we should be doing minute 36 right now I'm not sure why <laughs> anyway so confirm the order um, we get uh uh, a little bit of the um, a little bit of the music going on right now. Yep, uh, and we had uh, yeah we talked about it, this offline um, previously in uh, minute thirty four how the music in the Reliant seems a little off. Mm-hmm. Yep, like it's almost almost creepy. Yeah, I I. I don't think we've talked about this before, but I, I, I always find that the the Reliant, yes, yeah, sounds, sounds, yeah, creepy, haunted, almost, right? Because yeah, there's, you know, you've got all the beeps and boops going on, and, um, and then there's just this other, and it, it happens more than once in the film, it, it, it right? It's yeah, this other, you know, I'm trying to put my finger on like what, what station is making that noise, and you realize that it's oh, it's the, it's James Horner's score is kind of being mixed in at this almost you know at the same level as the sound effects you know so it's, right yeah so it blends in with all the background noises it's like the, it's like the theme from that uh, that sort of creepy music of the Botany Bay is being you know overlaid with the the normal ship functions that's right that's the and, noise you're right it's it's when when uh, Chekhov realizes where he is right oh no yeah. and well, he, that yeah. That, it's like that little that little tension music that uh, that's a little spooky. Yes. Um, so anyway, we'll have to keep listening for that because because like I said, they do it. I'm pretty sure they do it more than once. And right. Um, and uh, since we haven't talked about this before in this minute, mm-hmm. um, we see you know the close up of you know of Khan of his perfectly placed pecs. Right above Chekhov's head there. I think I mentioned that last minute. But we come in even closer on the pecs on that. Yeah. After watching it about 500 times now, okay. I'm a little annoyed by it. I don't know what, how, how, much, how much attention I, 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 I feel like it's almost like a TV suspension end of episode, like go to commercial break, close up. Oh, yeah. I and I feel like it, and agree. I and I almost feel like it's a little cheesy. Mm-hmm. Like I hadn't mentioned it before. Like we talked about it offline and stuff, and I, I I now find it 
a little bit. I mean, I like the nod and the sort of, you know, I, I know they're going to confirm the order. Like, I get, I, I know that. But I just feel like that close up's a little cheesy. Yeah, I, I agree. They cut away just in time. Um, but he does give the, uh, gives the, the station a little pat with his yep. creepy gloved hand. <laughs> he does, yes. Yeah. I don't think I noticed that. Yeah. I've always been focused on those immaculate becks and that feathered hair. Yes. He's so smug. Yes, he he's very smug. Let's see. So then we cut away to uh, we cut away to a, a nice shot of the Enterprise. Uh, yep, coming coming heading towards us and. Uh, yep, it's on its training mission. Yeah. Sulu is in, Sulu's indulging himself. Right, that's right. We still don't know where they're going. Right, we're we're indulge mode. Mm-hmm. Um, I do still. I, I like the shot. Just you know, it's it's pretty quick. It's only like a couple seconds, um, but it reminds me. It totally reminds me of it's a nostalgia trip for the. Yep. series when you see you just see the enterprise you know uh, in orbit around a planet you know they, those transition shots when they go from one scene to the other they yep. do exactly this they should get a nice shot of the enterprise yep it's still moving and um, yep we, we saw that when we transitioned to regular one you see regular one sort of orbiting regular and then you know you get inside and now you see the enterprise now we're inside the enterprise right. you know what i just realized i missed dave um just comparing it to the original series. Uh, in the original series, remember the front of the nacelles? They had those little whirly gigs. Yes. You know, kind of swirling around. Yeah. They don't. They don't have those in this anymore. I'm like, oh, nope. those are fun because they gave they, that just added a little bit of more more motion uh, to the ship. Well, on you know, on the front here, they put those absolutely necessary running lights on right. the front of the nacelles. Right. Right. So that's that's but that's what they did. They replaced the yep. the whirly gigs with running lights. Oh, yes. I guess we'll anyway. Um. So cut to the interior now. We're back in the Enterprise. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so this shot, this is an interesting shot. There was, uh, like, a whole bunch, like, in two seconds, there's a whole bunch of stuff that just popped out at me. Yep. Um, the first one was uh, was Kirk's, Kirk's having a reaction to something. Um, and it made me wonder if there was, you know, he looks, uh, he's like, uh, like, he's either bracing himself for something or he's uh, bored about something so my my belief is that this is not Kirk that this is Shatner's reaction more of a let's get this scene over with we've you know this one take 15 how many times can I screw up opening the doors <laughs> right. like that's what that's what I feel like this is is this is more of his reaction either through boredom or total exasperation of having to take the you know so many different takes that this is not this is not a kirk like you know he's hmm, you know you got to get somewhere quick you know hmm thing it's more of like oh god again yeah yeah it could be yeah that's interesting so you think it's just shatter yes i think this is a shatner reaction so if we saw the outtakes from this it says like take 12 the other takes would be the the doors are opening like unevenly one, or one gets stuck yeah. Someone's inside. Yeah. Someone's there. Yeah, some guy's still painting the set. And oh, I didn't know we were shooting today. Um, that's interesting. I, I also, I owe, the other, you know, if it's not Shatner, you know, if it's Kirk, right? I, uh, you know, I'm wondering. He's he's alone. You know, did we did we just miss an encounter? Like, you know what I mean, like, did he just have a conversation with somebody that they cut? And right. Like, is there any like, is there anything in the book that says you know he's you know comes from talking to someone, or was this perhaps a sequence that they filmed not knowing 
what this was being positioned at. Because I know sometimes in filmmaking, they obviously they they shoot different scenes at different times. So mm-hmm. maybe the crew, do, you know, the cast and doesn't know that this scene comes after the checkoff scene, or right. yeah. you know, maybe he's portraying it as having come from talking to Macaulay or something. Yeah. Even no. though I know that's even though I know that's wrong because we'll see him in a few minutes. No, in the book, it's uh, in, in the novelization. It just starts with the, him in the in the turbo lift, and the doors beginning to close. Right. So no, but uh, yeah. So interesting little, you know, just a little glimpse there. Of like, oh, what's that? What is he reacting to? Yeah. Um, he could be sighing at what I'm sighing at, which is the sticker on the turbo lift door is peeling. He could be. He's looking right at it. Yeah. He's. Like, it almost looks like he's. He's like you know. You know, now that I think about it, I'm almost wondering if they were goofing on him. How so? What do you mean? Like, you know, the, you know, Meyer says, action. And the guys behind the doors that, you know, pull the little strings that open the doors just didn't, um, didn't react. So he's like, open the damn, you know, they're goofing on him a little bit. Right, maybe. Yeah, you can, you, can, you don't hear the state, the guys backstage giggling. <laughs> <laughs> that would be us. So that's is that how you is that how you think the the effect of the of the doors in Star Trek are? Is it it's just guys with strings? Yeah, it's like a string hooked up to like a like a round handle, and they just sort of pull it down, and it opens the door. Oh, I always thought it was guys just in the wall, you know, just pulling a handle on the door. But you think there's strings? No, I think there's like a. It's like a. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like a. You know, a pulley lever system, you know, that they're, there's a guy on either side and they pull a string. Each one pulls it at the same time, so they probably have to get it right. That's what I think it is. So those guys probably have, like, months of training, right, to just be like, all right, it's got to be synchronized. It's not going to look like One, two, three, go. <laughs> if they don't pull at the same time, it's not going to look like the future. It's going to look like the 21st century. True. <laughs> just doors half-ass opening anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the peeling. So we're still in my three observations, right, is Kirk sighing. Yep. Sticker on the door, which is peeling, just looks shoddy. Um, it does. It, yeah. it, it takes away from my immersion into this movie. It does now. Right now, you're never going to be able it, to unsee because it. Because I'm never, I'm never going to unsee it. Right. It should be that the, – and the symbol – the symbol is, is, is telling us it's, it's a turbo lift that goes in, up and down and left and right. 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 So, yeah, why didn't they just spray paint that on the door itself, the white door? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Clearly, they – the bee looks fantastic. <laughs> it's so much – it's so superior to the sticker below. <laughs> it is. And whenever I, see, whenever I see this, you know, I think of uh, – I think I mentioned this to you before. I always think of the Wonka Vader from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory where you know, it goes front ways and sideways and up ways and down ways. And um, so – and I don't know how the turbo lift system works, but I'm, I'm going to guess that there's multiple versions of it. Mm-hmm. You know, this Kirk gets in one, he goes off, and then another one comes behind it to replace. But I'm slowly starting to believe that there is one turbo lift on this entire Enterprise. Oh, one? And so it's like on a big, <laughs> on a big I'm track? Being, I'm obviously being facetious, but as we get through this minute and the next minute, I, I'm, I'm sort of starting like, maybe there's really only one. No, maybe based on McCoy's reaction later. Yes, maybe you're yes. right. All right, well... Uh, Turbo lifts. <laughs> There's our detailed examination of turbo. Yes. We haven't even gotten in the interior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, 
you know what? Just uh, I'm going to go there. We're not in the interior yet, but I'm going to tangent. Uh, one of my favorite things in the original series when I used to watch it, you know, uh, yep. was was when they got on the turbo lift. Yep. You know, the, and it, you know, there was all that cool sound effect. They held the handle, and, you know, and it would, yep. and it would spin up and boom, boom, boom. you'd see that light go by. Well, yeah, the... it, and it would either go up and down or go left and right. And I always got a kick out of like, oh, it's going left to right. How is yep. this? Where? How is this working inside the Enterprise? How is this thing moving around? Um, so I'm just my, I'm getting all like, oh, it's it's six year old Chris now watching reruns of Star Trek with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, last observation was the hallway of the Enterprise is all brushed steel. Yep. Um, and uh, you know the the new version and the reboots, the hallways are all what just bright white. Bright white, yeah, very medicinal. Place. Yeah, and this is all brushed steel, and um, I don't know my <clears throat> my my kitchen fashion well, but I wonder if all this brushed steel inspired all the appliances that you see in kitchens nowadays. A lot of brushed steel. Oh yeah, definitely. And stoves and all that jazz, and and I, and I can tell you, it's not easy to clean. <laughs> no kidding, a whole hallway of this stuff. We can have a crew that just does that night and day. Seriously. Cadets are running up and down the halls with their fingers, dragging them on the walls just to cause trouble. <laughs> Damn kids. Nice. All right. Sorry. We're starting to bleed into real life now. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, finally, Kirk is making his move to get into the turbo lift. <laughs> get into the turbo lift. Um, you know, and then we hear the call, you know, oh, please, which, you know. Goes into my theory of being one turbo lift because she clearly is at a at a run to get into this elevator. Or, or I'm sorry, into this turbo turbo lift, and um, which I think is for another reason. But I'm again just sort of joking around. And then you know when she says hold please, he does the normal human thing, which is to stick your hand out and prevent the door from closing. Yeah, I, I had that in my notes too. It's a very yeah, that's a, that's a very 21st century reaction, right? That's how we hold right. doors open. You know, where's the rubber bumper? You got to <laughs> yeah, the rubber bumpers. Yeah, yeah. So, do you think that's a? Do you think that's how the turbo lifts actually work in the 23rd century, or did was that a Shatner thing? Or is I, th- a- I think that was just a reaction. Yeah, like he was just reacting a normal like hold the elevator, you know, hold the, you know, oh, I got to pull my arm out, sort of thing. Yep. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. That's uh, I, d- I don't know my. My inner workings. We may have to do that as homework. How the turbo yeah. doors? Because I would have assumed that if you said "hold, please," the the door would hear you, and and we just wait. Yeah, yeah. The onboard computer would be like, you know, yeah, I'm gonna hold until said person gets in. Yep. There's um, <clears throat> there's a. Since <laughs> we're talking about the turbo lift, there's a. Is Kirk going to you know hold the door open? There's a little diagram of the Enterprise behind him. Yep. Like a little. What is that? A map. Is that like a subway map of the turbo lift? Is this maybe that's all the different places this one goes? This one goes, yeah, maybe. Maybe. So that debunks my theory right there that there's multiple, ver- you know, there's only one version. Well, I don't know if it debunks it, buddy. I think it just tells you because there's probably a little dot that says, you know, you are here. And oh, maybe, says, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll keep. I think we should just keep an eye on that. Maybe you're, we'll see if your theory holds up. So as they're getting into the elevator, mm-hmm. I keep saying it. As they, get in. as they get in the turbo lift, right? no one says anything. No one says, I'm going to the bridge. No one says, take me to engineering. 
How does the elevator know, the turbo lift know where they're going? Oh. It just sort of starts running. <clears throat> I didn't notice that. You're right, because Kirk just gets in. So they get in, and the first thing that Kirk says is, Lieutenant, are you wearing your hair differently? Like, he doesn't say, like, bridge, or he doesn't touch the panel. You know, the little control panel that's, you know, behind him. Mm-hmm. They just immediately start engaging. And you can hear it running. You can hear a sort of a little whir, because during the scene, Savick reaches over and clearly stops the elevator. The turbo lift. I did it again. I think we're going to have to keep account of how many times I call this an elevator. Okay. What are we at? Like five now? That's, that's got to be at least five. <clears throat> you know, she reaches over I'll and count, stops. I kind of want to edit. And stops the device that moves up and down. <laughs> so, but no one ever said anything where they were going. Right. No, that's good. Uh, I thought you meant uh, nobody said anything because there's like a few seconds of them just staring at each other. Right. Yeah. There's, too, well, there's right? that. There's that too. Yes. Um, and this is a whole little. They're having a little moment here. Um, you know, before he asks if he's if she's wearing her hair differently. Right. Um, uh, yeah. They kind of. They kind of have. You know, it's a good three or four seconds before. He says anything, and she's sort of like – it's almost like um, high school kids who like each other who are standing at the – you know, in lunch to, in the lunch line together but really don't know how to react. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't know what to say. Yeah. Right. So I like your hair. Well, you almost said – you know, it's kind of kind of saying he likes her hair, right, just by saying that. Yeah. You're wearing it differently. Well, he and noticed it. Like he he consciously mentions that he notices her hair. And it's not like, uh, even though he uses lieutenant, he doesn't say it in a, you know, lieutenant, your hair is different, or it's not regulation, or, you know, he just says casually, are you wearing your hair differently? Right. And, uh, and her reaction is very, uh, you know, again, she does, this happens often, very unvulcan like right? She's she right. a little flustered. She reaches up and touches her hair. It's still regulation. Yep. You know, she does, if she was pure Vulcan, she would have just stared at him dead-eyed, right? Yep. Oh, yeah, definitely. She, she, and, uh, you know, I think we mentioned this offline, you know, where I, I feel like there's a little bit of tension here, a little bit of 10 seconds, 15 seconds of like sexual tension. Yep. I've, I, I know what you're talking about. I've, I, you know, adult Chris definitely notices it. When I was a kid, I don't remember noticing yep. this as much, but, uh, it, it's a weird moment, right? Because it, for those, however long it is, those 10 seconds, it's, you are we supposed to think that they're both attracted to each other right um, yeah are we because it really I mean it doesn't it doesn't follow through they don't play on that throughout the movie which you know they, they could oh, have they don't but even her reaching across and touching the button to stop the turbo lift he sort of reacts like she's coming in like he sort of backs off like whoa 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 right for a kiss you mean right yeah yeah almost like for a kiss yeah um, yeah that's what i thought she was doing and I, I, I guess I always think she's because it's very, you know, she gets really close to, really close right, yeah. to him, and uh, it definitely looks like it could have been one of those moves. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's it's a uh, it's interesting. You wonder if that was uh, in, in the original script or something. It was, it was maybe they were meant to meant to play this up, and, right? Yeah. Although you yeah, told definitely. me, didn't you tell me that this is he was originally supposed to be a guy. Savage was supposed to be a. Yeah, Savix was was originally, I think, when they wrote it, was supposed to be was supposed to be a guy. Right. So maybe not. 
and maybe it's just the way they they played up the scene a little bit, and maybe or maybe we're reading too much into it. Oh, probably, but you know, minute by minute, <laughs> you got to look. Right. Where do you, so? Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. So before we get further into the minute, where is she coming from? Because she's not wearing a uniform. She's got her hair down. Um, she's yeah. She's wearing. I always thought she was wearing like a karate outfit, <laughs> right? A gi. Uh, when my kids did karate, they had the black pants and the white yep. shirt with the. I mean, she's you know she's not wearing a karate belt, but it's a you know, it's, belted. It's nice and loose at the you know the arms, so she's got full movement of the you know to move the do the do the chops and stuff. Right, and it's uh, incredibly low cut. Yes, <laughs> clearly it must be a karate outfit. And Kirk notices how low cut that is after he gives her the once over. Yeah, you know, I was watching that. Is it if it's a once over or if he's just uh, uh, having a, just an awkward? I don't know. I can't tell. It could, he could be giving her a once over. He could just be like looking at the floor awkwardly. It's like I go back and forth yeah. on what, what he's actually doing there. But right, uh, mm, could be. Could be. Um. So what do we got here? So. Uh, he drops that line, which is you know kind of fun. Self-expression doesn't seem to be one of your problems. Um, <clears throat> which he, of course, says, I think, humorously, which is totally lost on her. Right, totally lost on her, which is great because she just holds – she she doesn't react to it at all. Yep. She just keeps staring him in the eye. Um, and then he finally clues in. And he's like, oh, you're bothered by your performance on the Kobayashi Maru. Yep. And it's and it's like at that moment that that any sexual tension that was between them is gone. Yeah, that, right. Exactly, it's gone. Poof. So she is clearly bothered by it. You know, she's she reiterates. You know, I failed to resolve the situation, and he sort of tells her. You know, there is no correct solution here. You know, he sort of explained it before that. You know, captains need to know how to handle you know life and death situations. You know, it's a it's a test. To measure your character and what you would do in that situation. There's um there's a there's there is a, there is a cut scene here. Um, actually, I don't know if it's in. You said you were also checking out. You were watching in parallel the ABC. Yeah, so there's the you know we we talk every once in a while about the director's edition, um, and the different things that have been left out of the theatrical and put in the directors. When they showed this on ABC, um, there were different shots so in in the whole turbo lift scene it's basically a running commentary between them you know they're having their dialogue Mm -hmm. and it's you know whenever the one person is speaking it's basically a shot of their head and their upper you know shoulders and torso and it's basically cutting back and forth back and forth back and forth where here we're seeing you know just them talking in the turbo lift yeah it's one one continuous shot just Right, camera in one place. Yep. Um, but there's a so I didn't know if there was there's a there's a couple lines cut from the scene that uh, in in the conversation about uh, her performance and uh, him telling her it's a test of character. Um, he also advises her um, that she's she's allowed to take the test again. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, which I don't think she acknowledges if she will or won't. Um, but I find it interesting. To your uh, playing into your hands with your foreshadowing, right? Um, you know, we may be taking the test again sooner than we think. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, so anyway, so uh, the uh, so Savic asks, you know, how may I ask how you dealt with the test? <laughs> and we get the, uh, the he may ask, he fires he's, up the hits the button. You may ask. <laughs> uh, he thinks he's being all like suave, and you know, John, you know, he's he's sort of like the way he sort of looks away. He's like, well. You, you may ask. You know, he's being he's being very like charming, Kirk. charming, and hu- trying to be super humorous in this moment, which from her expression is not having it. Yeah, Kirstie Alley does such a great job <laughs> playing the Vulcan. I, I have to wonder. I mean, you had mentioned this is one shot. Yep. How many times they must have had to have shot this thing? I know I would have been bursting laughing. You know, with that facial expression. Oh yeah, like how many? Like how often do you think Kirsty gets the giggles? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I have to go back and look. Just one last, well, yet another, you know, turbo lift observation. The paneling on the wall, the green paneling. Yep. It looks like a carpet. Oh, it totally does. Uh, I need to go back and look. Is that is does that connected back to the original series? Is that something they pulled out of the original series? That. Decor? I don't think. I don't think so. I thought it was just sort of a, you know, just a plastic technique. plastic paneling, whatever, formica, whatever you want to call it. No, I thought it was a carpet. I, fig- I figured if you rubbed your hand on it, it would feel like 3D. <laughs> um, anyway. Okay. <laughs> okay, Chris. <laughs> I can't join you on that one. All right. Well, on that note, that was all I had for, yep. for minute 35. How about you? Nope, that was it. All right. Uh, all right, folks. Uh, then once again, you can find us online, and uh, you can give us feedback about this minute. Tell us if you think those are rugs on the walls. Um, <laughs> you can uh, you can drop us a line on Twitter, on Instagram, on the Wrath of Con Minute Listener Federation on Facebook. Drop us an email at podcast at wrathofconminute dot com, um, and uh, let us know what you think. And we will be back again on Friday with minute thirty six of Star Trek Two here on the Wrath of Khan Minute. Hold, please.